everybody and welcome to another episode of the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast. I am Kayla and today I am here with Sammy. Hello, hello. And today we are here for our yearly update on the genre of K-J-Pop and what's going on with that and all of the groups that belong to that genre now and how it's a very, very growing, rapidly growing genre. Eventually, we are going to get to the point where we can't talk about all the group. Like, we can't even mention all of them at there, some point. We We're d- just going to be like, yeah. I mean, we have fast. actually lost track of some of the groups we talked about last year who have just yeah. not been as active, and we haven't paid as much attention to them. But we do have several new groups to the list this we year. Do. So, and this is it's always like a vibes based episode. Really, it is. I mean the 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 genre subgenre of KJ pop is real because there have been actual publications using that term Mm -hmm. but also i think partially coined by just us having these vibes yeah pre anyone even like we i think it was three years ago like jo1 i think is really the beginning of it when we realized jo1 as a group existed and they made and they were a j-pop group who made music that sounded like k-pop and exactly it was better like than a lot of the recent K-pop that was coming out around that time for us. And so we were like, this is a cool genre of music, like J-pop that sounds like it should be K-pop. And now, at the same time, we are also trying to keep up with uh, trying to. We look in every time we try to do this episode on what real J-pop is doing. Yes. And now, I I am starting to see a shift in real J-pop. Yeah, it is Not like, in a good way. It's turning but into, it's just like, very weird. the noise music K-pop of, like, three, four years ago, kind of, mm-hmm. is where it's at right now. Because, so, our, our base like, groups we check in on... worse. Yeah, is um Snowman and Six Tones. We always yes. check in on them, see how they're doing. Um, Realize and, like, that we, we still don't those... like real J-pop, and then we, we don't. move on with our lives. Because also, they are just, weirdly, some of the most successful J-pop groups at the, like, overall still. Mm -hmm. We picked them randomly, not knowing that. Yeah. But weirdly, we did pick good ones because they are still, they sell super well in Japan. They do, because they're the Johnny's groups. I think they debuted literally on the same day or very close to each other. Um, okay, debuted the same year as Jo One, so that's really I think why we keep using them as a comparison yeah. because they're the next like newest J-pop boy group. It's like of the them. big companies there. Yeah, it's like them and like King and Prince. Yeah, because I also know that they're very popular. Yes, yes. But I have no opinions on most, and that's also because that they were uh, <laughs> covered a bunch. Mm-hmm. I know that's really also how we learn about J-pop is whatever produced Japan's doing is like we also learn about we J-pop learn. that way. We learn because like no one else is gonna do any of that. No, but I think like, our big problem with like current J-pop and J-pop generally is still the weird singing, singing style, singing style that they have because that's been a constant throughout just regular J-pop oh, yeah. and it's we've talked about it's something that if you're not used to it especially coming straight from k-pop it's kind of jarring to listen to and it hasn't changed at all and it's still there so that's interesting because it's something that is very talked about with j-pop girl groups that very specific higher pitch style of singing that the girl groups do not as much talked about the fact that the boy groups do a similar thing yeah Though they are just starting with a lower uh, register generally, but it's still like they're doing what like the a hell? very similar technique or something there. Yeah, it's a very weird thing to to listen to, especially coming right out of K-pop, and Definitely. also coming right out of K-J-pop, mm-hmm. where where they don't do that at all. Where they don't do that. It's right. still sung in Japanese, and it's a similar now that. J-pop is doing that more noise music and K and K-J-pop is doing it too. Mm-hmm. The songs aren't sounding the most dissimilar, but you can really hear it in the vocals. Right. Because the the K-J-pop groups like your JL1, your I and I, your DX Teen, all of them are doing are singing like normal people. Right, right. They're singing with their with the voice that is like just sing. Yeah. They're not it's just and I don't, again, a lot of it's probably the training that these kids get, and I don't want to fully put it on like they can't sing, right? It's more. I think it's more so that they were told to do this, yeah, 
and this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we've decided to stick to it. And we've just and I guess it's working for the people that like right, real J-pop. Right, because the real J-pop people, I think, they don't have any problem with it. So, I mean, clearly that's the style that's popular there. Yeah. Um, it's just not, it's just, I think it's especially not like the style that K-pop bands want to hear all the time. Oh, yeah. And just really interesting because, um, like, generally I don't look for, like, what's going on with, like, actual J-pop people. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I don't know if there are that many that are just, and I don't know if it's still because of, like, interest, like, all the stuff going, different things that happen with, like, copyright claims and everything, because I know Japan has no copyright protections in any way there's no fair use in japan right but for the most part the people that i see making content about jo1 and i and i and all that are k-pop people yeah it's not that many right right because they're not in like your big k-pop creators don't make jo1 i and i content because they're outside of that and like that's fine they're not (laughs) They're not technically K-pop. Right, and they like they don't need to they're not paying they attention don't. to this, like. But at the same time, the people that I do see covering K-pop, the the KJ pop, are either K-pop creators that are just into that too, or people that cover like a lot of different Asian music. Like there's it's not specifically J-pop people. Yeah. So I do definitely. wonder how they are in just J-pop. But then again, I don't know if J-pop is the most well uh i don't know if i want to say the most it's like if you're if you're outside of japan and right, you are I know into j-pop mean, yeah. the odds that you are also into all these other different things gr- increased oh greatly yeah, increased definitely. because i don't think you're just especially now i think it's very much more common to be a k-pop fan period right than to be a J-pop fan, but also you like Thai pop, but also you like K-pop, but also all these other things. Right, definitely, definitely. It's just an interesting... I feel like J-pop, like, regular J-pop has a lot less of a, like, international, like, appeal, Western appeal to it musically. And I feel like the people who are really into J-pop are also into, like, anime yeah. and a lot of other at japanese least... culture things and are used to consuming that type of content but i feel like k-pop especially has a much more international pull with a lot of the music starting to sound more western as well yeah and j-pop currently at least the mainstream j-pop is not quite doing that yet Bo- both yes and no i think for for foreigners i think it's if you're in, i think it starts either with j-pop or not because i also think that j-pop is kind of where k-pop was at least for like, it, like if you're a uh, like an anime fan, mm-hmm. I know so many people that like like anime, and they're like, yeah, but the J-pop's kind of cringe and stuff right. like that. I think it's far more common for that. Yeah. Whereas if you're into any kind of Korean culture, the odds that you at least, I'm not saying like it, but have a modicum of respect for it, mm-hmm. and like something within it. Because I think it's super easy to ignore J-pop. Yeah. If you're into other aspects of Japanese culture. Right. It's a little harder to ignore K-pop if you're into Korean culture or just general Asian culture. Right. It's a little harder. And again, not necessarily that you have to like it, but that you at least have an understanding of it. Because you can fully ignore J-pop. You don't need to have an understanding of it. Right, right. I think the, you don't need- the most understanding that you get is if you're, like, real into anime and then you look yeah. into who is singing the anime But openings. even then, you're mainly going that route into J-rock, I feel Def- like, a lot yeah, of times. It's, and even, yeah, when you're doing that, you're not going to, like, mainstream J-pop in most cases anyway. Yeah. So right. that is our opinion. Again, it just feels- just on, and I also- Yeah, general opinions on the state of j- yeah, regular also, J-pop. I- the other thing with that is I also don't think J-pop cares. I think I J-pop's think, still fully no, into just being Japanese. J-pop is one of the largest, like, music, like, yep. making industries in the world that exist, and they're selling mostly just in Japan. Just so, for like, Japan. So, they don't have to change anything it's about still it. still so, like, other than, because, again, we get, like, J-O-1 we found our things for, but, like, even other people, like, uh, and Team, for example, who we're going to get to. Right. 
they're being sold they're one of the few that i think are trying to get to watch our market mainly just because it's hybe yeah and if you buy directly from hybe anyway you're just gonna be able to get them from any like k-pop seller right and i think that's the same for like your nizzy use and everyone that's directly linked to a to a k-pop company or something in that way yeah Mm mm-hmm all right, so should we go through? Yeah, that's our thoughts about the general state of J-pop. Right, the answer right. is it's the same as it's, it's always been. Same. I don't think anyone yeah. cares. It hasn't changed at all in the past nope. year. Is where we're at. I truly think everyone just is fine, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah, because to be honest, I think that I'm happy that I don't have to hear more J-pop than Honestly. I thought I would. Like I'm fine with it. Yeah. All right, so do we so do we, we want do- to start with the big ones and then? Go down, or do we do the the big ones last? I think we rank them like, we by them our in order. By, in any I way? think I think Kayla, we should right now just do them by vibes of our favorite to our least favorite. Sure, okay. <laughs> Which is like kind of not really what it's in, but we'll go with it. So yeah. uh, we'll start with J. We'll, we'll start, start with, with the definite with number J-O one. one. Yeah, because they're J-O clearly one. still winning the uh, the KJ. They're, they're clearly battle. still our favorite boys, right? They're our favorite boys. The love for them this... has fallen off for them a little bit just because of Boys Planet, unfortunately. Because here's that's the thing. Not their own, the only thing that fault. is able to beat our our last favorite produce-made group is another is produce a, a new produce-made group. <laughs> exactly. That this... And this one is temporary. So I like, know. So it's like, go I gotta back. I gotta really get the most of my time out of here with, boy, um, with ZB1. But JO1 will be exactly. here forever. So... <laughs> JO1 just, again, I think this year with JO1 was interesting because mm-hmm. we had uh, Tiger. Yep. Last, that was a little This bit... year. Last year. Yeah. Uh, we had Venus. Right. We really and... got both sides of the JO1 music. I mean, that's this year. what JO1's been doing. The last man. couple years, that's what they've been doing is they release one kind of more noisy mm-hmm. song and then one more like. I don't even know how to describe the other type of music, but it's the, like, not noisy Somewhat song. not noisy, whatever Venus whatever is, Venus drama. Is, yeah, kind of drama. But then also you had, like, New Smile. Like, the, they're they're hitting all the markers. They are. Because, like, New Smile is just adorable. That's fun and cute. They always, they do also do the fun and cute pretty often as well. In, like, various forms. But, because sometimes it's, like, Dreaming Night. That was, like, an OST and yeah. stuff. But... They normally do that in some way every year as well. Again, I think this was like a more, I don't know if I want to say chill year for J01. Right, right. Just because they've been doing a lot. They know that they were touring a bunch in Japan. Yes, and then they did also do their first non-tour outside of Japan, which was yes. like in Asia still. But it yes. was their first like non-Japan They're venturing tour. out. They're yeah. being allowed out of the house. Which does and give me hope that we will one day get them maybe. in America. But we'll see. Cross your fingers. We'll see. That's the other problem with it technically being still J-pop is that I J-pop doesn't tour here. The only group that I know does is like Baby Metal, and that's even yeah. like a weird J-pop as well. And like Baby Metal is like a phenomenon more than a group. Right. The only ones that I know for sure have toured is that, and then also like Hatsune Miku. <laughs> Who you can put Hatsune Miku on a project? Hatsune Miku could be doing eight tours in one night exactly. at the same time. <laughs> Like, that's objectively, like, barely a concert. Right. Even though I have known multiple people that have gone to Hatsune Miku. I, I have gone to Hatsune Miku concert. Including you. <laughs> I have not. I don't like robot voices. Yeah, that's very fair. It's very it's very uncanny it's valley. It's very weird to listen to. I do see it. Yeah. Um, but it was, it does, like, it was, like, I think a more mediocre year for J01 overall. Yeah. In terms of, like, Again, the music that think... they have made in the past, it seemed yeah. like... They've done better. I think they're, I I feel like they're just sort of like, I'm not going to say coasting, but it's like, they don't need to establish themselves. Right. We're just going like to They're just a group now and they know the type of music they're doing and. Yeah. Capone seems to have a very clear like image of yeah. what type of group they are as well. And I think they have a solid idea of that. Yeah, definitely. Unlike. A little bit unlike the next group we're going to talk about. Yeah. Maybe we'll just go down. Yeah, we'll just go down. Because I and I also had a kind of mediocre year. Yeah. But in a different way than J01. Right. 
Because I think that they're still trying to figure out what I and I is. Yeah, because they were releasing almost exclusively noise music title tracks. Yes. And then they went back on that this year. And it's like, that song was fine. Like, I did like it better than some of their more noise stuff. But also, it also feels like we're kind of overlapping too much into the jail one sound as well. Yeah. Now. Because they did fanfare, mm-hmm. which is fine. Right. That's more in the noise music. Yeah, that was but like it more kind typical of felt, style. But it kind of felt a little bit like like they're pulling back a little bit because Fanfare kind of feels like a P1 Harmony song. It does. Where I'm like, this isn't full like mechanical. Right. It's just loud. It's just and loud, And I like yeah. that. I prefer that. I like songs that if you're going to do noise, I would, li- I would rather be loud than mm-hmm. it just be uh, pounding. Definitely. Is what I call a lot of the noise music I yeah. hate. Yeah. Uh, but, but then they did, um, yeah, that fanfare was fine. Then they did Hana, and that's like, yeah. that could have been a JO1 song. Like, yeah. I could easily see JO1 also doing that song. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I like it. I just feel like they don't particularly have, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to do the same thing they do with JO1, which is right. give them two distinct identities. Right. The but they can't be the same they, identity. They can't be the same two yeah. identities. <laughs> and I do know that I'm pretty sure I and I sells better than jo1 does um which is confusing to me (laughs) it is because they're worse in every way because they're just not that they're that they're just they they feel like a little bit like of a lesser lesser jo1 in a lot of ways they are and maybe that's because they're the second like male produce group group that we got out of maybe because I guess what my 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 hypothesis is that I guess Jo One begins a genre, right? And people are able to like, oh, I've heard of Jo One, but they can like start with I and I from debut, right? So that like creates that level of loyalty. But like Jo One just blows, not blows them out of the water, but like anything that I and I does, I think Jo One just does it better, yeah. and that's partially because they aren't giving anything to I and I that they haven't already given to Jo One, right? And the other thing is, it's like because of also where regular J-pop is musically right now, I think I and I is closer to that because they are a little bit yeah. noisier. So that's probably also I think I think their music style yet, is probably a little bit more similar. And yet, to weirdly, I don't think J-pop. that there's anything closer to actual J-pop than Tiger. Oh yeah, <laughs> even more so than Tiger's what? a super weird song. <laughs> even more so than anything I and I has ever done. I think overall I and I is closer, but yeah. nothing is closer like in a single piece in a single song than Tiger is. Right. Tiger's super Tiger's weird. Tiger's a weird song. It's a weird song. I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Yeah, it, it is, like, borderline so on the, like, weird mechanical noise music that we it do. It is. It's, like, really bizarre, that song. I like it, though. I know. But I also just but think I also that it's... But I also like, um... Jo one and i feel like yeah, if that song was also- done by another group with members or who like more obnoxious i wouldn't like it because like tiger is jo one's seventh song seventh yeah. comeback right if that was their first comeback i would be i would i don't think i would like them as much as i do i've currently. gone down and when we're at comeback number seven i give you leeway by right, comeback number right, seven exactly. of making great music but i don't know i just feel like it's interesting because Jo One and I and I have always been this intertwined thing mm-hmm. for for many reasons. Like they're right. the two produce groups. They are like they were the only two groups in their company for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Not very long for a while. For until and then until, keep, until very recently until last yeah, year. But yeah, but they are the only two that do like K cons. They are constantly on M Countdown. Right. They're on M Countdown more often than a bunch of actual K pop yeah. groups now, which is interesting. They are. Because they got the CJ-E&M connection to get them they in there. They got the CJ-E&M money. Which is, so this is also another thing, I guess. Um, I am confused why they haven't tried to officially debut either of them in Korea yet. Which I know that um, Niziu just did that last year. Yes. So I'm hoping that CJ-E&M and Lapone get on that. And it opens the door for them to do that. Because I feel like... Both of them could do pretty well, actually, yeah. like, officially debuting in Korea. My thought, my thought is maybe they're trying, I don't know if it's maybe that they didn't make as big a, but then again, I feel like if them not making as big a splash in J-pop, 
even though they do very well in Japan. It's not that they do poorly. Right, like they do worse than the Johnny's groups. Yeah, but they're but easily not by the an only, infinite amount. They're easily one of the only other groups that exist in K-pop who isn't an exile or Johnny's group yeah. that is even making money. Like they are exactly. doing like, pretty well given the industry. Poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not doing poorly. So I don't think that that's the problem. I don't know if maybe that they just want to focus on Japan. Yeah. But then again, by eight comebacks, I feel like they should be able to take like a month off and just come right? to Korea and do a comeback. Because also... Or, or debut. J-01 did release a weird English song last year that they was did. like, I think, one of the worst songs they've ever made because it was really not anything that sounded like they should have ever done that song to yes. begin with. And yes. I don't know what the purpose of that was because it I was clearly not to target the Western audience <laughs> because I don't know why they would just drop a random English song like that and then do nothing about it. Um, Who's to say? So I don't cl- I don't fully understand what they were doing there. Again, maybe maybe CJ and M's being conservative with their money and they're like, well, no one's ever done it. And I'm like, well, maybe Niz- maybe they're waiting for Nizzy you to right. do it. And so now they that can see Nizzy you have done it, and I think that one like pretty average okay okay went fine like it didn't go poorly fine yeah i don't think it it wasn't an embarrassment but i also don't think it just sounded like like their own music but in like in korean so there was nothing about it that i maybe those i don't know maybe jay was just really bad at learning languages maybe they're really bad at korean maybe well no because they every time they perform on m countdown they translate their songs into korean though so it's like they they have done songs in korean before I don't know, man. I'm trying to come up with excuses. I got nothing. I got nothing. It doesn't make sense, but that's fine. Doesn't make sense. Maybe again, CGNM. We'll take a we'll take a, a remote position. Exactly. Fuck it. Pay for an apartment. I'll move. Right. I'll go. Yeah. I'll be a consultant. All right. So next, what would be next favorite? I think and team. And team. Yeah. So and team hybes. I don't. The thing with hybe. Mm-hmm. is i don't i feel like these groups are running themselves at yeah. this point there's so many groups yeah in such a short amount of time because they had two comebacks they had firework and war cry i liked both of them a lot i thought they were both really fun mm-hmm. uh they're thriving i think that they f- they're this year i think they focused them a lot in japan right but also Hybe is putting out so many groups so quickly uh-huh. that it's like, what happened? What did we not just? We just what happened? Yeah, I don't to the other boys. I don't know because they weren't even Hybe's new boy group for six months. Right, right. And they, the Hybe is just really. There's so much. There's so much going on there. Like always. Yeah. And like, here's the thing with Ant Team. They consistently put out music they consistently do uh like shows i think they focus them a lot on japan just because i think like within k-pop i think they've already gotten as much as i think they were going to just because like yeah they're a kj pop group i think hybe knows the limits of that uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) of that fan base because also the the fans they were gonna get they were gonna get because of their island connection right right I don't, and you I already got like, that yeah I feel like they we came into that and they already kind of had an established fan base ready for that yeah so I think they're doing pretty well mm-hmm. and I think that Hive is I think now trying to focus on the Japanese market which I don't know how that's going for them mainly just because I don't pay attention to sales data in Japan right. nor do I know how and team sales data would be calculated right. Because I don't know either. A lot of, at least from, because they do seem like they have a decent international audience. And a lot of those people are buying them through K-pop websites. Uh-huh. And so many of those K-pop websites, hold on, I own one Anteam album. I'm going to check if it has check the on sticker it. on yeah. it. Yeah, 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 hold on. So it does not. Uh but I also don't know what that means. Because I also think I bought that one through CD Japan. Oh, yeah. Because I haven't bought the recent ones. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I thought that would help, but then I remembered I didn't buy it through, oh, yeah. through, through the Korea. normal places, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know what that would work. Mm-hmm. I don't... Th- I mean, to be honest, I think they ha- they're they decently popular. They're hype. 
I think they'll be fine. I think in terms of quality music, they're putting out quality. Right, right. There are. It's like they're pretty. Oh, their music is pretty K, like very K-pop considering the oh, hype comparison very. too. So I mean, it just sounds like what I feel like uh, and hype and would put out if they debuted in Japan. Oh, definitely, yeah. A little less emo. Yeah, they're it's a not. It's not. It's not. I mean, they are a little emo, but they're not like they're a they're little not that emo. emo yeah. They are the werewolves to the Enhypen vampires. They are. Like, they are vam- Werewolves are not nearly as emo as vampires. Right. Generally. Because I just think about, like, Dropkick is Yeah, no vampires way, like, feel very emo. Something about that is werewolves super emo. not so much. Right. It, again, I just think, like, also in terms of, like, quality of visuals and everything else, nothing. no K-J-pop has them beat. Right, exactly. <laughs> just because of the high money. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Love them, though. They're great. Love them. Uh, who's next? I'd say Twos, probably. Twos. So Twos is a new group. Yes. Twos is a, um, a Boys Planet group. Yes. A, bra- a Boys Planet branch group, as we would call them. As as we as one would say. Yes. They, because they are <laughs> adorable. Love them so much. Their music is so cute. Because uh, it's Anthony Takto uh Haruto here Haruto and Yuto and Yuto from Boys Planet Mm -hmm. and they're just putting out they're under a K under a J-pop label yeah they're fully they they feel I think the most J-pop out of every group on this list but they don't even feel that J-pop honestly like I feel like the if out of all of the groups that are here like the weird like J-pop singing style is probably the most prevalent in them but they're making the cutest sounding music that it, yeah. it's not isn't bothering even you as so much. i don't even think the the with a little few with a little exceptions i don't think that the singing style is that bad it's with not them. Bad, i think it's yeah. also because that they were so trained to try to be k-pop idols right these boys were out here trying to they were in Korea. um wake one for i don't know they how were in long wake but one. they were there <laughs> Uh, Anthony was out here do- before he was this in was Produce doing Japan Produce too. Japan, <laughs> which again you didn't use that singing style back then either. Right, right. Just a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like them. I no idea their popularity status. No clue. I know their music videos aren't doing that well. Right, right. I feel yeah. Th- I don't no know what that means. I, that's I feel like how I am for most of the rest of the groups is like I have like no gauge on the popularity of most of them. Um, uh, except Absolutely. for like probably XG. Like I. But, like, yeah. that's they're also so different than the rest of these groups yeah. anyway, so. I think we talked about XG last, just because I almost feel like they don't They count. feel, like, in a weird, like, separate category, in a way. Yeah. Because they are KJ-pop, but they're in such a bizarre little, like, side Niche. tangent on themselves yeah. um, in comparison to everyone else, so they feel different. Yeah. Again, I like twos. I hope that they don't Yes. Disappear. I hope they don't disappear on us. I really hope so because I really do enjoy the four of them so much, and I'm glad oh, they're in a group. And I'm glad I also like their music because they're very cute. Mm-hmm. That's that's always a question. Mm-hmm. I guess next would probably be Orbit. Orbit, yeah, because Orbit did actually Orbit make returned. quite a lot of music last year. Yes, they did. Orbit, Orbit returned. We're they so happy return. about that because, dear God, were we like, where, what the fuck? Are they dead? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, where they are they? They were dead for like a year. They were. And we were just like, are they gonna, are we gonna see them again ever? Um, are we they did. coming back? We did. And they did. We, they released quite a lot of music for a oh, group absolutely. in the position that Orbit is in last year. What is also very interesting with Orbit is like tracking the um the status of the Halo members because all of oh, their yeah. like information is in Japanese and no one is out here fan translating what no. is going on with them. So it's like we have you just kind of have to infer it from like Instagram post and, and also like, like who shows who up appears. in their videos because yep. I feel like we're at the point where the one Halo member is coming back from the military and the other two are going to go. Or something, yes. because I th- that is we're what gonna do a trade off. Happening. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't all go at the same time, right? Because I don't think they were the same age. Um, no, but it's that's always something else that is a weird thing we have to juggle with orbit. Is like, what's the status on the military enlistment of the Halo members? 
Which is not a thing because... that we deal with with the rest of K-J-pop because there are no Koreans in these groups, but... Well, I think two of them did come back because... Two of them came they back. Rec- yeah, two of them came back. So, because we're at seven in terms of, like, recent content that they've okay. been putting out. So that's good. Yes. That's great. We love and that. That's all, they're, they're, that's all of them, right? Like, there's seven people in that group, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. So I think the other one hasn't left. So back. he's gonna go left. eventually, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. It's good to have it's, all of them back as a group for a hot second, though. Like, that's nice. I mean, they did, like, one comeback with... One comeback with Bullseye I think together, that, yeah, so that then, was this year, so that's Yeah, that's that was fun. all of them. Right. Even though, like, figuring out that all of them were in that was hilarious because yes. uh, it's a the weirdest music video. It's a super weird music video. <laughs> Just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's and going also, on And also, is here. that all of you? I right, can't tell. Right, right. But also, what is even happening? That's the least of my concerns about this music oh, video definitely. is are all of you here. Right, counting whoever is in that music video, yeah. Questionable. That's the thing, the first thing. But I love them, about. and they're great, they're great, and they're not dead, and no. they're weirdly thriving. They kind of are thriving, and at least as much as I think they can be thriving. So I love that. I mean, for they're them. thriving more than those Halo members were doing. Oh, in 100%. Halo. They're doing better than what Halo was doing. So. I do love that. So, like, it is somewhat of an upgrade. Mm -hmm. All right. Noah? Noah, probably, yeah. Noah just doing his solo man things. He put out, I think, a full album last year. Yeah, I think it was a full album. Because we nominated it. Yes, it was a full album. Yes, because we had, like, three full albums. Yes, yes. And then, weirdly, for his, for the comeback, went full jungkook but at the same time jungkook was happening so like right it was very jungkook yeah just full to 2023 justin timberlake right and by that i mean what old school justin timberlake would be if he came out in 2023 not what current justin timberlake is doing Uh that one that's less fun yeah no it just it was i liked it but dear god was it weird that both of those were at the same time it was very weird um, especially because, like, between this is, is not just... something that anyone else other than us would have even known oh, yeah. what was no. going on. It, listen to Noah's Between, and that is just Jungkook's Yeah, and tell me that's not, Jung- that's not a Jungkook song. Like, Yep. Very weird that that's what's happening. Right, right. It's interesting, because this is a side tangent right now, mm-hmm. but it's interesting that I feel like now that we have this weird KJ pop thing starting to happen and companies, especially now are starting to put out their own just full J pop acts. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of K pop groups, not that they're not debuting in Japan, not that they're not making Japanese music, but I think it's less. Yeah. I do think, yeah, that there's, I think at least because it used to be all the time for every group. It, it was used like to be like several times a year. One, everyone's making yeah. a Japanese comeback. Some groups would it, it would be like every other because I remember for a while Twice was doing like every other comeback was a Japanese comeback uh-huh. for like two couple of years. Right. And like the groups, especially that made it big in Japan, would do like multiple Japanese comebacks a year. Mm-hmm. And now, like I know recently, Yena just debuted in Japan, and that took three years. Right. And I know, like, I don't think it's as much a priority. I don't now. think it is, yeah. Because it's because either I feel like maybe the Japanese fans are. I think they might have realized that people are just okay with listening to songs in languages they do not speak. Right. That's the thing is I feel like also, um, K-pop is so popular in Japan anyway that mm-hmm. I and I feel like a lot of the fans of K-pop in Japan are probably just gonna be listening to it regardless. So they don't, I feel like, so a lot of groups are not wasting time, like, going out of their way to make Japanese, as many Japanese comebacks, just because they kind of know they have a fan base there, and they would listen to their music And it just feels like a waste of, not a waste of time, but, like, such a thing for such a niche market, because the Japanese comebacks never become group staples the way that, like, more Korean comebacks would. Right, and I think Even if you do um, good original Japanese songs. Right. And I think because no when you make that. Japanese comebacks, the way that it's promoted is in such a way that a lot of K-pop fans are not used to. Um, mm-hmm. And we've learned that since getting into J-pop, how weird the promotional like whole schedule of J-pop mm-hmm. is. 
that I feel like a lot of fans just miss them completely, and so they don't get the international attention that a regular Korean comeback would get. So they they kind of feel like almost for groups that are targeting like international like Western market more so than just specifically Japan, like it feels like they kind of get lost anyway. Yeah, it just feels very why mm-hmm. why would we especially because like if you if a company does want to solely tap into that k that j-pop market right they now are just making j-pop groups a lot of these companies have just decided to make j-pop groups yeah and i feel like that's or, only going to we're only going to get more of those as time goes oh on. absolutely we have a decent amount now mm-hmm. uh dx scene dx scene uh so dx scene had no, debuted last year. Yeah, they that, were they, they're not, brand they're new. new. They're brand new. They're new boys. Uh I love them. I think they're really fun. I no offense. I do think that this is a big issue with Lapone. Mm-hmm. I don't know what makes them fully distinct from both JO1 and I and I. Yeah, I don't know why that group they decided to make the group, honestly, because they feel I think the they're same? I think they're a little bit cuter. Then either they're a little bit cuter, but J-O-1 also then you I have, but then you have I and I doing some of those cute. I think the problem with and so many J-O-1 of these does like they do do the cute stuff. I, yeah, something about DX Team though does feel to me like they're targeting a younger, younger audience. Yeah, they do feel a little younger. So I think that's but, that might be why because even though um I and I is like is a that also, group, I and I and J O One are very similar in age range. Like they're essentially the yeah. same like age. Like but members of groups time, are the same age. But at the same time, they're not going to be new for, like, they are going to, I feel like within the next year, all of these groups are going to be the same group. Yeah. And that is a problem Lapone is making. Like, it truly, it is an underrated talent that some K-pop companies have mm-hmm. that they are able to make, like, I always go back to Hybe on this just because I think they did it very, very masterfully. Right. In that, within five, because, uh, like. Uh, for example, TXT is only about like six years old at this point, mm-hmm. and within that time, I would never confuse TXT with an hypen with and team with now a t- twiz, twos twiz whatever we've decided to call them. I'm calling them twiz, but I know that's not the correct name, but that's what I'm going to it, call them. Technically, it's to us, but I'm never going to call them that, dumb. so we're going yeah. with twiz. <laughs> uh, with boy next door, all these groups. Like, objectively looking at them, like, if you just said what they do, they don't do anything inherently different from each other. Right. But that's so many groups where, sure, one song, I feel like some twiz song maybe could have gone a boy next door or something like that. But, right. like, inherently at their core, I think they are fundamentally different. I, right. And that's a lot of groups to make fundamentally different. Yeah. As opposed to these three, which are... Different, kind of all the longer the, the time goes on are just becoming the same they're group. blending yeah they're blending right and i do think that that is a very a skill that some companies have that other companies do not have definitely yeah because like a lot of groups you can tell when they make a new group and they're their older group it's because their older group is dying number one yeah and they yeah. need to and like, like essentially they're making group, a replacement for the older group. Yeah. So they're the like, same group. It's not a thing we get very often where a company has put out a lot put out, put out a lot of groups very very quickly. Yeah. Cuz even like um cuz kind of SM had to do it because of just the weird structure of NCT. Right. But even within that I think they were able to make like they're starting NCT starting to blend. Well, that's into the thing is, yeah, the group. longer NCT went on, the more they all started to sound the same. Yeah, like they sound. We're now at the point where all of NCT sounds the same. Exactly, and, like, and it took Lapone a lot less time to do that. So all to of their go groups, to just yeah. blend everyone together. Because the other thing with that is that at the very least, with uh, other groups, like sure, sure, like the beginning of one group can sound like the beginning of the other group. But that didn't happen for like five years because right, that right. group is now dying and now they're at the end of their contract and that's when you do it. It's very rare to see K-pop companies put out mm-hmm. a large amount of new groups very quickly. 
I think before Hybe started exploding, I don't know if I'd ever seen something like that. Right. Because Lapone did it organically because it's just a lot of these produce groups. Right, right. And, like, the produce groups at the very least had time because, like, the one group would die before the other group would be formed. And also right. they had the the gender breakdown. Right, so, like, right. you never really have them overlap. So they could kind of overlap musically a little bit. Right. Lapone because they're they making can't permanent do that. groups, yeah. don't have that happening. <laughs> right. So they need to make them more distinct, but the problem is that they're just getting... Essentially, the I think same. that if Wana One and... X1. X1 would have stuck around for the same time, I do think that there would have been that similar overlap. I think so. I think... Because you're just getting people... Because, like, Kepler... A, like good Kepler songs kind of sound a lot like good eyes one songs. Right. And it's just because I think the kind of people that win these shows are the same, very similar people that are just really good idols. Right. But just, they're very similar people. Yeah. So I don't know what, how you solve that. I think the way you solve that with DX scene, if they had picked different, but then again, the people that do well in these competitions are all very similar people. That's the thing is, I feel like they're the very specific type of person who also does well on survival shows. So maybe mm-hmm. that is also adding to the problem. Exactly. Especially again, Lapone. I think it's because this is the first time we've ever seen produce done where they're making permanent groups. Yeah. We didn't. I and guess these we wouldn't have, have either... lengthy amounts of time. Yeah. To overlap. I guess it's not a thing we would have ever thought about before. No. So and now and that think... we're three produce groups in, plus an a little an extra in DX team. Yeah. We're really seeing it a lot. It just feels. I I I now see where the problem's coming from, but I don't know if there's a way to solve it. Yeah. I don't. I and I feel like Lapone is such a new company too that I don't think they yeah, know what Lepone to do about it no either. Lapone has no resources because also no one else has had this problem. No, they are because at least the only Hybe, person to ever have this problem. Because at least with Hive, how you fix it, you just pick different people to end up in these groups. That's how they did. That's how they've been maintaining that for years like the kids that are the tac kids are not the boy next door kids they're different people like they they wouldn't work in each other's groups and that's that's good yeah distinction is good Mm -hmm. but then you just have then you just end up with like weird overlap with lapone because it's all the same people that are good at all these other things and it's weird but there's no way of fixing it (laughs) And, like, the weird thing is all these groups are good. I'm not going to say that, like, No, I'm not going to sit here and tell me that any of of these three groups are bad. Like, they're They're making a type of music that I enjoy. So it's, like... But, dear God, am I even... Do I have the self-awareness to recognize that they're making the same music? They all sound the same now, yeah. (laughs) Yep, yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, The next couple are we can just go... The the next two, I think, are really easy to go through. OWV and Octopath. Yeah, because they're They're just... They're around. But we've kind of lost track of them a little bit just with the other groups that are here now. They're around and they're doing the same thing they were doing before is really what it is. Yeah, they're doing like one or two comebacks a year. Mm -hmm. And it's... They're still doing good. Uh, Prickle is around somewhere. So I I do think they're dead now because I think some of them are going on to Chuang Asia. I'm pretty sure. Oh God! So I do think that group might be dying or dead currently. Um, but I don't think they're gonna release music in the near future. Nope. Unless they're Chuang Asia. Oh boy! Did you see also that there's like trailers for Chuang Asia? I did. So that have you seen the? Have you seen the at least the judges that we've seen? Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know how I Are feel. Are we excited? I'm not very. excited. I don't think I am. I am. But not also, very excited. but also, Jeff is there, and he is great. I love Jeff. I don't know who that is. He's one of my BL boys oh, from Thailand. Okay. I That's like kind of great that they got a BL Let's boy thrive on Chuang Asia, but I feel like thrive for being, Jeff for being we a Thailand that also makes a lot of sense too. Of course, Jeff would. I love Jeff. That's fun. I, I, I now that I know that, that's very fun. I'm less excited for Jackson just because I'm, I'm sick of Jackson. I'm very not excited for Jackson. I really do not care about Jackson. Like I like Jackson as a person, right? I don't think I like Jackson. 
Musically, no. Musically, I don't, I don't like. like I but do then again, like last time Jackson was a judge, he was great. He was. But also, that was like 10 years ago. He was a great judge 10 years ago. But I haven't seen Jackson in so long now that I'm like, I don't know what he's doing. I know. Doing. Uh, Nini being a judge is fine. That's fine. Uh, that makes sense, too. So many of these judges are Because... T- <laughs> 10 is here. 10's there. That makes sense. Sure. Like, 10 sure. feels like he's, he's gonna be going there. to be the Lisa of this show. He does feel like he's going to be Lisa. And also, the one thing I want to say about uh, about Mike Angelo, who's on that show as a, as a judge, uh-huh. he is also Thai, but had years of work in China as an actor. Yeah. That's where I know him from. And, the, and when I found out he was Thai, it was a shock to me because I thought he was right, Chinese. Right, right. Uh, but again, very happy for Jeff. That's all I'm. I do. Say. That's very fun. Knowing I'm very knowing happy that now. Jeff. I find that very funny. I it's a lot of my worlds colliding, and I still don't love that. Yeah, I don't love the BL. Don't love boys the BL. No- the increasingly amount of BL culture that is crossing the- over with K-pop now. Oh. <laughs> They're all friends, or at least acquaintances, and I don't right, think I like right. it. But also, objectively, I think Jeff is the best singer on that show. Damn. Like, by... He's a good singer. Uh-huh. No one else, I would say, is an object... Like, a great singer right. on that show. He's my favorite. I like that we were gonna talk about Prickle, and now we're talking about my opinions on And now we're talking about, talking about the- Jeff of <laughs> Also, has that show aired? I Why don't are think there so. so many clips? I think... I don't actually know, to be fair. I thought it was just we were getting a lot of trailers for it, as I thought where we were at. Do we have a date for that? L- live, live podcasting and also finding out if we have... Uh, if we have trailers. Right, right. Do we have a... T- Come on. Give me... Do we have an air date? Oh, February 3rd. Oh, so it did. It literally just started airing. <laughs> Jesus, where can I find episode one? Yeah, that's the other question we always have to ask is where is it at? I found it. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know what we're doing. Now we know. Now we know what we're doing as soon as we're done recording this episode. Oh, God, I forgot that we're going to go we're back gonna to have that garbage. To, this, we're... I got oh, too God. used to Asia Super Young. <laughs> Where it was 45 minutes an episode? No, Fuck yeah. So sad. All right, let's keep going. Nizzy right, exists. They did, exist. a, did a Korean... They debuted in Korea. That's Thrive. Sure. Great for them. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I approve. Um, it was, XG it barely was their, counts. Yeah, XG, it's like, what do we do without that? <laughs> I, again, we found out that we actually like XG. I do like XG year. a lot. They made real good, really They're good music really last good year. good music. Um, so as long Again, as they keep doing that type of music, I will be on board with XG. Really? Sh- and, like, it's not even fundamentally that they're making completely different music than they made the year before right, when they debuted. Right, right. It's just that I think that either they got some new songwriters or they finally figured out, let's adapt it to just make it good. Yes, and I also do think that maybe they adapted the sound to be more like receptable to the western audience like like mm-hmm. was intended for their group in the first place yeah. so i feel like once they got that figured out um the group they became figured a it lot out better. yeah yeah because like i don't think inherently shooting star is like fundamentally different than what they were doing like well tippy toes and know, what with, I, like, tippy toes tip- and whatever before that those were weird songs those were weird but like I don't think that they're, like, so... Like, they didn't flip the... It's not like when uh, Nmix stopped doing mix pop. Right. It's not like they it fundamentally that, changed It wasn't what that drastic is. of a change, but it was definitely a, I just think that they figured out how to make... And I think it's just make house music. Yeah. I think that... I would love for them to keep making house music. Just keep making house music, Exactly. Please. That's the best thing you can do. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to end this so you can watch Asia... Uh, Chuang Asia? Oh, Yeah. Inherently, I'm now more excited for that than I am. I know it's going to be so weird to see what the the international revival of produce is going to be. I mean, I kind of like Asia Super Young just because it takes out all the shit that we. Yes, but Asia Super Young is also like not produce related. No, not at all. But I think that's what's making it so much better to watch is because it doesn't have all the bullshit in between. Yeah. Also, we forgot about uh, Mii. Yeah, but they also don't exist quite yet, but they will. And we've already kind of talked about how we hope that they're not going to make, like, regular J-pop. 
in the producer just Japan if you want to listen to us talk about Miai, we did a full yeah if you uh, want a more intense discussion on season three Miai, it'll Japan, be in that episode yes whatever the fuck that's whatever called. that is <laughs> all right let's go watch chuang asia we're gonna go watch chuang asia as we found out just started airing this week <laughs> so that'll as we be found something. out we gotta we gotta see jeff we gotta go see ten. jeff and ten and um Jackson. My, Jackson. <laughs> ja- you know, okay, so this is a trope in those terrible K-pop fan fictions mm-hmm. where Jackson always threw, where Jackson was just always there. Right. Which I know entirely because of everything else. And I'm like, um, so Jackson just became that person. Because Jackson's everywhere. He Jackson is. is places where he shouldn't be. Everywhere I look, I feel like I see Jackson. I'm like, he really, truly can be any, anywhere Jackson at any given time. just had a song covered on Asia Super Young. Right. And it was all in English, too. And also, song. I think he, at least from the clips I'm seeing of the show, he performs that same song on Chuang Asia. Because because why? Because we live in hell. Yes. Everything right. is the same. <laughs> Everything, everything is a flat circle. Let's see if there's at least like three girls we whose names we remember. I know. If we get three girls whose that's names we remember, that's us. more. That's a win that for is us. more than produced Japan season three. The girls. Yes, exactly. A name where I can barely remember the name of the show I watch, I much know. less the people on it. Truly. So that look, has- I do. <laughs> It'll and be to something. that, I also do think that, at the very least, I think Jackson will be more entertaining mm-hmm. than both Rain on Asia Super Young yeah. and Hongi on Produce Japan, right. the girls, the concept, the I series, the movie. I forget about Rain every time until I have to see his face. And until I'm just he like, shows up like a jump here? scare. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's the episode. That's the, K- the 2024 KJ Pop update, everyone. Hooray. Um, so thrive we, thrive we will be available on all major podcasting platforms as well um as youtube where we post all of our episodes along with fun clip videos occasionally as well the clip videos are drawing to a close now that the yes. year has come underway so there will be less of them but they will be there sometimes um, whenever we feel like making whenever them. We, we just had like a lot it. of them to make recently and because it was the end of the year time and we had to do award shit and then we did best songs of all time but now that we're done with that there's nothing left to make currently yeah um maybe we'll make shit about the the produce seasons we've maybe because there's a lot there's been a lot of them but uh with yep. that we will see you guys in the next episode bye bye